T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Yes, sir. Come on and get some. Ladies and gentlemen, you are all welcome here on a Wednesday morning. It's Russell and Medhurst, 9 to noon daily right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. It is feeling like April in January. Never, ever complain about that. A couple of weeks ago, it was blistering cold out there. We'll take the warm weather. Hopefully you'll enjoy some of that here on this Wednesday afternoon. Russell's on the other side of the board. Mr. Matty, of course, on the other side of the glass. You, wherever you are today, hoping you're doing well on this Wednesday. And I got to tell you right here at the beginning of the show, your boys have outdone themselves. See, tomorrow, tomorrow, uh, an individual involved with this show is celebrating a birthday, but because I have a game in Hamilton, New York, at Colgate, I'm not actually physically going to be here in studio tomorrow. Your boys have bagels, cookies, a cookie cake, and they know your boy, a six-pack of red cans. Woo! Yes, sir. Six-pack of red cans and a pecan pie to boot for your boy to have a little birthday celebration on this Wednesday. So appreciate to my guys, Russell and Maddie. As uh look, we, we we got a nice little bond on this show. We we've been doing some nice things over the last year, really building some momentum uh on this show. And uh hopefully uh, you're gonna continue to come along for the ride with us here. Mr. Russell, how are you on this Wednesday morning? Uh well, you know, a lot of things going on in life. Uh so, you know, I, I wish I could say great, but I'm I'm doing okay. Uh happy to be here with you to celebrate your birthday a day early. Uh and um I am uh I'm kind of sad that we can't spend it together tomorrow in 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 person. Um but you know, we'll we'll figure out Everything that goes along with that. Most importantly, I'm glad that you told me yesterday that you would likely not be here on Thursday because Maddie and I were planning on something for Thursday. And then we were trying to figure out something, you know, could we get you to go out to lunch with your 17 jobs and all of that stuff? And we couldn't (laughs) figure out a way to make it work. And then you dropped the, hey, I might not be in studio on Thursday. And I was like, it's just, you know, you know, I mean, look, I, I didn't. I mean, 
I don't use any of my vacation time because I'm a dummy, <laughs> okay? It was funny. My, my wife and I were looking at my pay stub the other day. She goes, oh, you've accrued 480 hours of sick leave. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you know. I don't even know how to look at that stuff. I mean, um, I, 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 I'm serious. I, I have no I can, idea what I've got. Do you know how to sign into your Odyssey? Yeah, I, I do. Okay. I do that. Uh, I'll show you how to do that then um, at some point. It, yeah. it's, it's, it's actually easy. Um, but with that website now, there's so much more to navigate than ever before. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I was like, oh, you got 480 hours of sick leave. I'm like, yeah, you know, uh, so, uh, tons of vacation time, sick leave. I never use it cause I'm a fool. Um, but you should just take the entire summer off. Well, not, no, I'm not the junkies. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm not the junkies. I'm not Kevin Sheehan. So, you know, what is it about our two morning shows around here? Well, they're, they're smart. Never though. Here. They're smart, though. They understand how to play the game. Yeah. Um, but we're like fools. We see, were, I'm afraid. That, I mean, uh, I took three days off uh, yet last week, so I can't say that I never take any time off. But that was my first day off days off since the end of July. Yeah, I think it's been way longer for you. I think you took. A couple of days off in what early July to visit your mom in Ocean yes. City, right? Yes, Is that, that would right? Be it. That was probably the last day, off, like day off you had. Now I, I think there was a day off you had from the show because you were traveling for Navy or something like that. Possibly, yeah. In mid October, I think. But right even after so, the Chicago but see, game, right? But, but see, even then, you know, you're I, still working. I don't even fly with the team right. now. Be, uh, I fly back with them. But for the most part, I don't even fly with them going out because I want to stay here and do the show. Right, and right, if, right. if Southwest has a flight that leaves later in the day that'll get me there, I'm taking that just right. so I can still do the show because I'm afraid not to do the show. I mean, I'm afraid not to come to work. I'm one of those people that's afraid that if you take a day off, your job's not going to be there when you come back. So basically, you you don't want to be Wally Pipped. Yeah, I mean, it. yeah. For, for old timers uh, that don't understand that reference... What is that reference? Uh, Lou Gehrig took yes. over for Wally Pip, uh, and of course Lou was great. Wally never played. Wally was never a starter for the Yankees uh, again. Right uh, after that, if you guys want to see some of the pictures of the spread that uh, Matt Essig, yeah, and, I just uh, took one. I was getting ready to tweet it and out. I, I put have... together. I just I just put it up on uh, on Twitter at WrestleMania six two one at Mister underscore me ninety three at Pete Medhurst. Uh, we have little composites side by side. I kind of took it from a different angle. So so here's the deal. So Matt went to the bagel shop this morning, um, in which, if, if am, am I right on this, Maddie? You have to take the train from your house, get off the train, walk a block, get the bagels, walk back a block, get back on another train, and then get here and then walk a block up to the station. Is that right? Yeah, but it's worth it for the best bagels. I, I, I mean, it's absolutely worth it. I'm just trying to illustrate the 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 challenge that you face correct correct is that all right yes that okay. is an accurate representation so <laughs> uh so and then so matt got bagels he got you i think two cinnamon raisin which are your favorite yep uh your own personal cream cheese tub is that right regular yes. cream cheese then he got you a wrapped french toast bagel that, is that right i've never seen this before matt this is, is, is that what that is? French toast bagel? French toast bagel. I'm they are eager delicious. to try this because I've never seen this. Okay. So, so it is in individual saran wrap. I thought it was a donut when he first presented it to me or when I first saw it. So you have all of that. You have two cinnamon raisin bagels, your own tub of cream cheese, a wrapped uh, French toast bagel. Then I stopped at the store this morning. 
on the way in because somehow, some way, traffic wasn't going to be as awful. And uh, you got the cookie cake there. So I don't know if that's a 10-inch, 8-inch, whatever. I have no idea. Um, cookie cake. But unfortunately for you, Pedro, there was nobody around to personalize it. So you know how you can like it's personalize a nine inch cake, a so nine inch. So I was good right, guess. I was right in the middle. Good guess. I know nothing about those numbers and inches. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, it's um, a John Holmes size <laughs> cookie cake, <laughs> which I know nothing about. Don't be uh, a don't. <laughs> exactly. I'll Peter North myself until I am six feet under. Anyway, um, so. So you have the cookie cake, but there was nobody around to personalize it, so I couldn't get it personalized. Well, it is a because little I, early in the morning. So. Because I didn't go last night. Then you got a six-pack of Coke, but because we were looking out for your sugar content, I got you the mini. <laughs> I got you the mini six-pack of Cokes. It's so funny you say that because my wife and I have had this discussion through uh-huh. the years about, you know, mini size of the 12 ounce can, the 12 pack right. and things of that nature. And, you know, again, trying to convince myself drinking only eight ounces is better than 12, it which, is. which in theory is true. But when you look at cost per point and the value and cost of a, of a six pack of eight can eight ounce cans, as opposed to a 12 pack of 12 ounce cans, it's especially not, it's not the same value, right? Because especially many of your uh, grocery stores now a lot of times during the year, do a buy to get to mm-hmm. free mm-hmm. when it comes to that brand, mm-hmm. and of course, I capitalize on that. Yeah, when that happens. But he, here's the thing: the, the I mean, the six pack of mini cans were on sale. You want to take a guess what I paid for the six pack of mini cans of your favorite frosty red or not frosty at this point red beverage? I'm gonna say that probably ran you if you're you're hinting at a little bit of a discount. I'm going to say, based on today's costs, four and a half, five. Actually, high, lower than that. Wow, that's yeah, a good deal then. Four dollars. It was two for eight. Mm-hmm. I think I paid four dollars because I only got one. I literally looked at the six pack of Diet Coke and thought about getting that. And I said, you know what? <laughs> it's not enough Diet Coke. I'll drink it in the first hour. I'm going to avoid buying. <laughs> so I think I got it for four dollars. I haven't checked the receipt. Anyway, uh, then I had a small little pecan pie that I got from Walmart last week. And wait, this is the best part. This is why I'm going through this because there is a joke here. There is a ha ha ha. I think I provided Pete a wrapped a a sealed chocolate chip cookie. Want to take any guesses where I got the chocolate chip cookie from? Absolutely. Dan and Dan and Tanya at uh, their palatial estate called FedEx Field. You got it? Ha! From a boxed Look at that. from a boxed lunch in the officials and replay NFL replay booth at FedEx Field. They leave behind boxed lunches, which include a turkey sandwich and an apple and something else, bag of chips. A a wrapped chocolate chip cookie is in every one of those boxes. So I had the turkey sandwich the other night. I threw out the apple because why wouldn't I? I didn't eat the chips because I'm trying to keep this girlish physique and, and somewhat control. And I took the cookie and I said, ah, that's going to be a good gag. That's going to be a good gift. 
one day for my guy, Pedro Deportes, so that he has some sugar on the road. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Exactly, Dano. Before you go <laughs> Thanks, to London, Dan. before you go to London, pal. Thanks for the extra birthday like, gift from my guy Pete. Yeah, I mean, it it, it's not it's not a commander's beanie or a hat, but it's the next best thing. It's food, right, from FedEx Field and a sealed cookie. By the way, speaking of that, um, is it, that all we have there? Or yeah, no? that covers it, everything. Was there, well, it, it doesn't actually cover anything. Before uh, before you go any further, what were, were you about to talk about your birthday, or were you about to start the show? No, I mean, I, I was just going to say you were talking about how, like, in the replay booth, they left things behind and everything. When UCF came to uh, Annapolis, because even though even though we were doing the network broadcast and we were in the main press box area, we were not in a booth doing the game. That's my building, okay? Mm-hmm. That's my press box, mm-hmm. okay? I love that place dearly. The UCF people left it a mess, okay? Oh, no. And and I I was I was ready to call Mark Daniels and those guys and tell them to bring their rear ends back to Annapolis and come clean the place up. So it's just like you said, this type of stuff is available in almost every press box. And I'm proud of you for digging deep to find this because this is sealed. So it's edible. You know, it's not open. And this is a quality product right here. The apple, it's exposed. You can't really use that. You can't really eat that. Right. This, however, a, a sealed up chocolate chip cookie, this is incredibly edible. And that's good scavenger food hunting on your part. All right. Well, I have one last gift. Uh oh. <laughs> one last gift. Okay. But I got to turn on the video for this so that we can post it on social media. All right. You ready for this? All right. Here we are live on the Team 980. Now, this was supposed to be your Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Happy New Year present, but it turns out to be all of that a bag of chips and Boxing your birthday Boxing Day, you present. know, in Canada. Exactly. But I've got one for Maddie, but he's just. Because he's a damn good part of the show. <laughs> but this is going to be your all-encompassing birthday present. Ready? Yeah. You're going to love this. Okay. Ta-da! <laughs> a Panda Express ugly Christmas sweater <laughs> for my guy who loves his Panda Express. Happy Kwanzaa birthday, New Year, Feliz Cumpleaños, <laughs> yeah. a Felicidad, Christmas, Hanukkah, and birthday all in that one for is Pedro. Amazing. I got to tell you, they've set the bar high for my family tomorrow. You know, I mean, they've set the bar high. This is spectacular. Kelly, Kelly, you've got a lot of work to do, yeah. sweetheart. you got a lot of work to do. Yes, sir. Dad. All right. That's and, amazing. Thank then, you so much, man. Uh, and and then uh, we have something for Matt. You want to take a guess what we got for Matt? Well, Matt does, a, Matt does love ugly he, sweaters. He literally is a walking ugly Christmas sweater, so he's going to love this. No, I do like his choice of shirts today. It just simply says, sell, sell the team. Sell the team, yes. That is well done. But he is he wore one of the weirdest is is the best way i would describe it ugly christmas sweaters to the holiday christmas party that I you remember, and i both were not at i remember because, the, i remember him posting the picture of that yes it was a uh, like jesus saves like right there in the middle of the world cup like a jesus saves christmas sweater in the goal and all that anyway it was interesting it was interesting but matt because and in on, you inspired this 
You inspired this. Always terrifying. So we got you. <clears throat> I don't know if you could see this from in here. He's clapping like a seal. <laughs> you see what I got him? So fun fact, and for every, nobody that knows this, uh, you're going to learn something about my favorite hamburger chain right now. Five Guys was started in Arlington, and as an Arlington diehard, just you can't get a better burger anywhere else. So, yeah. Dude, how great is that? So Amazing. I, I asked Pat, Matt, what, Pat, <laughs> I asked Matt one day, like a month and a half ago, hey, like, you know, what's your, like, like, totally if you forgot. had to, like, get a fast food, you know, like, whatever, besides Roaming Rooster, of course, what would you get? And he said, well, I'm a Five Guys guy. Guy. <laughs> so I said, oh, I've got a perfect idea. Now, the problem is, boys, I'm just in full transparency. I've been teasing this for a while. I ordered it on December 3rd. It Whoa. just arrived Yesterday. Well, there are supply chain issues. Yes. But if I would have known, I wouldn't have probably ordered it. But as it turns out, it turns out to be perfect timing because, because your birthday is tomorrow. Yes. We can have a howdy, you know, like party right here on the radio for anything but commanders. There's a party in my tummy. Well, uh huh. Uh huh. I mean,. You know, sometimes that was one of those shows my daughter used to watch. That 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 was the that was the song they used to sing. There's a party in my tummy. Yes, uh-huh. And, uh-huh. I, and I figured you know you guys would appreciate the uh, you know you know almost like your NASCAR drivers, right? How mm-hmm. you have sponsors and how you have likes and you know people that you support, right? We've talked openly about Panda Express being one of your favorite places to oh, hit. Yeah. So you got a Panda Express ugly Christmas sweater. I got Matt a Five Guys. Burgers and fries, ugly Christmas sweater, happy birthday, Merry Christmas, happy New Year, happy everything, uh, and please keep listening to the damn radio show. And if this isn't enough to uh, make you hit the button, uh, I'm sure when we announce who the starting quarterback is expected to be on Sunday, many of you might hit the button. But we will have that information for you in just a couple of moments. All right. Appreciate uh, Jason checking in and wishing us a happy birthday. He listens to the show each and every day, even though he told me two days ago, he messaged, I'm not listening anymore because the commanders were eliminated. I'm not listening anymore. Well, I don't listen. So he's listening I, I, this I morning. Don't, Appreciate I don't, you, Jason. I don't blame him for being, um, you know, for, for being. Um, Thought, Kevin, uh, real quick, I mean, and, and we'll, we'll follow up on this, but yeah. just to kind of introduce a, a, a little bit of what we're going to talk about today. Thought, Kevin had a great conversation with Nick Ackridge from PFF earlier, uh, breaking down you know, analytically where this team went wrong, didn't, you know, did really good things roster-wise. And, you know, he asked, Ke- you know, Kevin asked him flat out, you know, hey, you know, all things being regular, uh, do you bring Ron Rivera back? Which is clearly, look, look we, we talk about, and obviously, you know, as we get into the offseason, I'll start doing positional breakdowns of the draft and we'll hit who's available in free agency, that all that kind of stuff. We'll, we'll do all that in the offseason. But, even though we know where the cavities are in the roster, is it the biggest offseason question? And and let's face it, probably has to be answered sooner rather than later, is who's running this football operation? Uh, because you're hoping between now and March you can get a sale solidified. 
Dan can get his eight billion plus and and you know head over to London and, and enjoy himself and enjoy his life. And and then you've got to pick somebody to run your football operation going forward. Do you leave Ron in charge of it, or do you go in a different direction uh, after what is likely to be three consecutive seven win seasons uh, under this particular regime? And I, I think you know before we even start talking players and the holes you got to fill, is is who's going to be filling them? Who's going to be making? Uh, those decisions. Who's the quarterback coming up this week? We'll tell you next. 301-230-0980. We have an idea who that's going to be coming up on Sunday as they take on the Dallas Cowboys, who ironically now, as much as everybody wants to run Mike McCarthy out of Dallas, guess what? They've won 12 games again under Mike McCarthy. 12 games. We'll talk about the quarterback coming up. Tell you who it is next right here on the Team 980 streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. All right, coming up later on, we're going to hit the caps in the uh, Wizards from last night, too. Wizards' five-game losing or winning streak came to an end. Giannis was just ridiculous. I mean, not much you can do when Giannis goes off like that. Capitals last night got in a hole early, dug out of it, only to watch penalties late in the game cost them. You know, you're trying to, you're, you're trying to play a man down for like five minutes, and it eventually does catch up with you. And uh, Buffalo uh, pulled it out last night. Caps do get a point, though, and that's what they keep doing. They keep accruing points. They keep harvesting their nuts, as Eddie Jordan would say, and that's all that matters right now. Uh, Again, you know, Backstrom and Wilson, you know, hopefully around the corner, both in non-contact or in uh, contact jerseys at practice, which is what you're looking for. So hopefully those guys are going to be rejoining the team, which is like making a trade without making a trade. So we'll see uh, how it goes. Talk about that coming up later on. In the 11 o'clock hour. But Jeremy Fowler reporting this morning, Chris, that uh, indeed it is going to be Taylor Heineke to start. Sam Howell likely to get some snaps. Kind of reminiscent of what the Eagles did against Washington. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, though, uh, Sam Howell has a better outing 
uh, than Nate Sudfeld in that scenario, uh, who basically handed Washington a victory uh, in that game that allowed Washington uh, to make the playoffs. What do we make of uh, them going back to Heineke? And I will say this. I'm a big advocate, and, and I, I, you know, in conversations with Davey Martinez uh, and listening to him talk about this stuff, I am of, you know, there is a professional obligation because Dallas has something to play for. There's a professional obligation to the rest of the league. So at least starting Heineke and trying to keep you in the game competitively, I'm kind of behind that. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that because Heineke and his experience probably give you the better chance to win this game against Dallas. So if Dallas didn't have anything to play for, I'd be fine with Hal playing the whole time. But I, I don't mind Heineke starting and trying to meet a little bit of a professional obligation here. I do because I don't care about the professional understand. obligation. I, I understand. understand Ron does. Ron wants to play to win. I think that's the absolute wrong move. It's one more reason, quite honestly, why while I understand NFL coaches and players are built this way, it almost reeks of a tone deafness. Ron, your job is to lose this game. Quite honestly, I'm just going to say, Ron, your job is to lose this game. Your job is to not lay down, but to lose this game. That's your job. That should be your number one focus. Now, listen, there's no guarantee. There is zero guarantee that by starting Taylor Heineke, that they won't lose the game. So I guess you could make an argument, hey, no, 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 we're going to go play to win. We're going to play hard. And hopefully we lose. But the problem is, there is nobody in that building that is wired exactly that way. Everyone in that building, I, well, I, I shouldn't say that. Everyone that matters in that building is probably programmed to say, yeah, let, let, let's, let's go out and win. Let's ruin the Cowboys season. Let's, let's ruin the Cowboys celebration. And I do understand that to some degree. It's a very small degree. Normally, Pete, I would say, absolutely, hell yeah, you play balls to the wall, you try and win, it's a rivalry, it's a division game, all of that. But as we talked about a year ago, as we talked about yesterday, there is nothing, nothing to be gained, zero to be gained by winning this game. Nothing. Understand. There is nothing to be gained. Now, again, the decision to go back to Heineke, one, it reeks of chaos, and we have no idea what we're doing. That's number one. Number two, it also shines the light on what Logan Paulson said on the Take Command podcast, which we mentioned yesterday, didn't fully get into it with our buddy Craig, who you can listen to from 3 to 6, right here on the Team 980. And that is, Logan Paulson said, from what he had seen and what he had heard, that Sam Howell was not yeah. ready yet. Yeah, I mean, did did you see? Let me say. Let me. I mean, did you see enough in preseason where at least at times he looked like he could execute a little bit of what they're doing? Absolutely. Okay. And and, so, and, you, and you would say more than a little bit, okay. I think, or so most fans you, would say me, that. Let me ask you a question then. Yeah. In terms of your, in terms of your scenario. Is it possible that Howell is better than both Wentz and Heineke and maybe wins the game? That, that wait, Howell is better than Wentz and Heineke? And wins the game. It is possible, yes. So, is it likely? 
Well, I don't think it's don't likely know. that they win no matter who they're right. especially with Dallas firing all their weapons. Right. I, I it would be you'd be a fool to think that Correct. they can go that uh, yeah, they're favored to win this game. No, because that's they not the are, case. they have not only the division at stake and obviously seeding, but they have a home playoff game, yeah. which theoretically should help you, although it didn't help them last year. It doesn't help them and it hasn't just helped saying them. That, you know, from their standpoint, well, if look, if they I was gonna say, if they don't win, Philadelphia wins. Um, you know, Philadelphia's going to win the division. Dallas becomes a wild card. Dallas ends up playing that 4-5 game with Tampa. So, you know, Dallas Dallas will have to go to Tampa if they're a wild card. They lose. Right, which may be an which may be an easier path. Path. I don't I, I Well, guess, but right? if they win the division then they could potentially be the one seed and get a bye. Right. So they've got I mean they've they've got a ton to play for. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean I mean and not but I mean not that San Francisco is going to lose cuz I think right. San Francisco plays the Rams. Yeah. I so. mean they shouldn't. Or no, well, Rams play Seahawks. So Right. San Francisco uh, plays Arizona, right? Play Arizona. I mean, yeah. so they shouldn't lose that game, right. but you never know. Here's the deal. We, but we I can think worry that, about I, but playoff I think scenario. That's a, that's a way to turn it, though, Chris. What if Hal wins the game? Okay, but we can worry about playoff scenarios for different teams and whatever. Here's my question, Pete. Again, Logan Paulson said, Logan is in that building. He works for the team. Mm-hmm. Here's what he said on the Take Command podcast. You're going to hear it yourself. From what I've seen and what I've heard, Sam is not ready. And I can't think of a situation. And that's, that's, w- that's an important data point. Yeah. Like, and from what I've seen and what I've, and from in my career, when people aren't ready, it's, it's not even fun to watch them play. Like, okay. He says, when people are not ready, it's not even fun. From what I've seen and from what I've heard. Now, listen, we're just going to be transparent here. I mean, Logan's in the building. He's a former NFL player. He's an analyst for the team. He's going to be talking to offensive coaches. Okay, so you can pretty much say from what I've heard is conversations that he's had with offensive coaches, right? What I've seen, hey, I watch tape, I break down film, I watch, of course, you can't watch games of Sam Howell during the season. You can go back to the preseason if you want, but he watches practice, whether it be live in person or on tape, he watches practice. Sam Howell might be getting limited reps. People are beside themselves on Twitter. People are beside themselves on Twitter that Sam Howell is not ready. Oh, this is an indictment on the coaching staff. Oh, horrible coaching. How did they not? Listen, people, I got to be honest with you. There aren't enough snaps for a backup freaking quarterback, never mind the third-string quarterback. They run scout team, and that's it. You know what scout team is? They run a bunch of plays that the opponent runs. And they basically simulate the opponent. That's what they do. They're not practicing your scheme. They're not practicing timing, rhythm, and cohesion right. with Terry McLaurin. Because even a lot and of that Curtis stuff Samuel. is walkthrough. Yes, they're not practicing Sam Howell's biggest gains and improvement during the year is mentally in the film room, knowing the system, knowing the terminology, all of that. It's not which on comes field back practice. to the question that I asked Paulie yesterday when he called in: Do you trust this staff? to have developed this quarterback skills in any way during the course of this season. Because, I mean, obviously during your bye week, I'm sure guys were throwing a little bit. But there's not, like you said, there's not a lot of full-speed work for for Sam Howe. So in that, from that standpoint, do you trust this staff to have developed the player at all during the course of the regular season? 
Because outside of training camp, where you get a lot more individual work, there hasn't been a lot going on for 14. And, and that's why I don't kill the coaching staff. Like, again, I saw this I saw this all day yesterday when I posted the tweet with the link that Hoffman had sent out, and I quoted what Logan said. And I knew as soon as Logan said that, I knew Sam Howell was not starting. I knew it. I knew where that was coming from. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and it doesn't matter whether it was Ron or Scott or Ken Zampezi or whoever. I don't care. But I know that Logan Paulson, okay, is smarter than me and you and every one of you knuckleheads out there. And if Logan Paulson is saying that Sam Howell is not ready, I knew immediately that Sam Howell was not going to start. Now, he is apparently going to play, according to Jeremy Fowler. Don't know if that means the second half. Don't mean know if that means the fourth quarter, what have you. People are going to be pissed about this because they look at Tyler Heineke is gone in all likelihood. I mentioned this yesterday. Maybe this is Ron and Scott's way of saying, Taylor, listen, we know it's probably not going to work out for next year here for you to come back here. This is your opportunity to prove to, again, to the in a 25th start in the NFL <laughs> and a 25th start over the last two years. You don't think there's enough tape out there on him? Well, probably yes, but but – Apparently not for uh, Redskins Nation because they watch a different tape than you and I watch. Well, I, they, I think for the most right. part, you and you I know, are in are again, in lock sync on here's, that. Here's what they watch: they see the fourth quarter heroics against yeah. the Giants. The improvisation, the improvisation, yeah. the pass to Samuel to keep the drive alive and eventually get you the tie. But they don't see they don't see the other stuff that goes along during the course of the game. And and quite frankly. Look, it, there are times where, as we've seen with both quarterbacks, it wouldn't have mattered maybe who was playing quarterback for this team, Chris. It wouldn't have mattered because all of the injuries and inconsistency and rotating pieces on the offensive line eventually caught up to them because a lot of what was going on with the quarterbacks was as a result of the offensive line just falling apart from a continuity standpoint as the season went along. It was the play caller trying to force-feed stuff that – at times the offense was not capable of. You got guys pinning their ears back, you know they are, and yet you're calling pass plays deep in your own end inside the five-yard line. That's not on the quarterbacks. That's on the play caller at that standpoint. Have a feel for the room. Have a feel for the situation. Just like we're killing Skip Bayless for not having a feel for you know uh, the, the room the other night on Twitter. You know Scott Turner has to have a much better feel. And this is, again, I say this all the time, and, and I talked to a, a couple of coaches last week and said the exact same thing to them. Am I wrong? And they're like, no, you're absolutely right. The thing that separates the great from the good, the good from the average, is having a feel for what to call at the right time. And to me, because of the personnel that he has, I don't doubt the plays that Scott Turner and Ken Zampezi and the rest of the offensive staff construct can be successful in the National Football League. That's not the issue. Personnel, though, makes it an issue. And you have to have a much better feel when to be conservative, when to when to to try and do a few more things. And to me, that's where things got away from Scott, and thus thus also made Taylor Heineke very vulnerable in situations that they should have protected him. I think that's more than fair. Feel, rhythm, sense. We hear those terms when it comes to especially calling plays on offense, defense, 
coordinators, and Jack has struggled at times this year in, in, in that regard as well. He has. I think the biggest thing you just said is basically, I think, what you're describing. Scott Turner's not incompetent like many dopey commanders fans think he no, is. Scott, Scott's capable of constructing. Look, we watch plays work. Exactly. Okay? When they're blocked well. Right. When everything is executed perfectly. Called right, what have they you. They work. Yes. They work. But, but there are times, such as in San Francisco, when Taylor Heineke is throwing the ball, darts all over the place on third down and eight, third down and nine, third and 12, what have you. Getting the ball down the field, matriculating the ball down the field. But that's because they the whole the first offense and goal was, at the five. All, whole offense had a rhythm. Right. But they get first and goal at the five. You don't take one shot. One shot. With his arm. And again, you know me. I like to run the ball more than I like to throw the football. Or at least a balance. Hey, misdirection, and they run misdirection, with a, misdirection with a boot and a pass off of that. Run run pass but, option off of a boot. But that's not being incompetent. That's not that's lacking a feel. To your point, yes. that's lacking a feel and an understanding. Who's in, charge, who's in charge of taking your best running back off the field in short yardage situations? I don't know. I, I don't know if that's a... I don't know if that's a... Uh, um, there's no chance that's a Randy Jordan Jennifer King you, thing. I, I mean, I don't, I don't know how that exactly works. Uh, look, I got fourth and one. I got a dog in the backfield yeah. who runs hard as hell. Here's he like he, a he is like a bucking Bronco running through the holes on short yardage, and we're giving it to Gibson. We're giving it to Williams. We're giving it to anybody but Brian well, Robinson, which I'll, is insane. I'll give you this. Well, then everyone is dumb, stupid, and incompetent over there because there's four straight fourth and ones. Four straight. And zero attempts for Brian Robinson. Two in San Francisco, two the other day against the Cleveland Browns. The first one, again, what we're talking about, that first and goal sequence went to Antonio Gibson. The next one, a quarterback sneak at your own 35 from Taylor Heineke, a, a, a you know sub-six-foot sh- shorty. The next one... Jonathan Williams on, on whatever. Pitch, it was a on, pitch on a, play. Yeah, on, on a fake pitch or not a fake pitch. It, was it a pitch. should have been a fake pitch. On a on a pitch toss. And then the fourth one, okay, they got the touchdown. Carson Wentz leaps over the top. Four straight fourth and ones over the last two weeks. No Jonathan Williams. I'm sorry, no. Um, Brian Robinson. Brian Robinson. To me, that spells in a lot of people's minds incompetence. I just think that's. Back to your point, and I think it's a really good one. That is lacking some sense of either common sense or feel or touch or whatever you want to call it. Important play. My best players have to be on the field, especially if I'm running the football. Okay? The Bears didn't take Walter Payton off the field on fourth and one. Joe Gibbs didn't take John Riggins out on fourth and one. Okay? they Joe Theismann came to a bullhorn and basically taunted the other team. Um, hello, we're about to give this ball to number forty-four. Okay, I mean, what did the hogs? What, what did the hogs do? You know, in, in the Dallas game, in the NFC Championship game, Grim told whatever play Joe sent in to Theismann, Russ looked at Joe and went, "We're running fifty gut." They mm-hmm. ran fifty gut right at Randy White multiple times in a row. Why? Because mm-hmm. their best ball. They, they, you had your offensive line. You had your best ball carrier in the game, and that's what they did. That's what they did. Your best players have to play. No one should have more of a feel for that than the coaches. And I think, again, this is a player's game. Let's not forget that. But there's also a time when coaches can screw this up with their personnel, and the 
biggest time of that is when they take their best players off the field for key plays in games. All right, but that brings us back. We we went off a, a different path here. That brings us back to the quarterback thing. Mm-hmm. Is Taylor Heineke their best player at quarterback, their best option at quarterback this week? We'll answer that when we come back. We'll start to get to the calls because uh, we got to hit the trending and all that stuff. Is I mean, if we're using that argument mm-hmm. that your best players should play, your best players should be in the game, regardless of situation, then is Taylor Heineke the re- is that the reason why Taylor Heineke is playing for the Washington Commanders this Sunday? All right, three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty. You chime in on that. Your opinion. You're the people that watch the games. You're the ones that live the frustrations each and every week of a team that was uh, about an eighty eight percent chance to make the playoffs four weeks ago. Now that playoff chance is zero. Russell's got to look at what's trending. All right, indeed, that is what's trending here locally in the DMV. Jeremy Fowler of ESPN saying that, indeed, Taylor Heineke expected to start the regular season finale 425 against the Dallas Cowboys at FedEx Field this Sunday with Sam Howell getting some of the snaps and presumably Carson Wentz inactive for the Washington Commanders as they play out the string. Meanwhile, the family of DeMar Hamlin sending thanks publicly uh, as his situation seemingly improves. He's still in critical condition, still in ICU. His uncle uh, telling ESPN last night that he, uh, again, is improving from where he was on Monday uh, and that they are apparently having to administer less oxygen because his oxygen levels have improved. We mentioned at the start of the show the Wizards – Winning streak coming to an end last night, and it was really worse than that all around. Not only a 123-113 loss to the Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis back in the lineup. He wasn't there on Sunday when the two teams met, and Giannis was absolutely incredible. 55 points, 15 of 16 from the free throw line, throw in 10 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals. Unbelievable for Giannis as he was tearing apart the Wizards. But on top of that, Bradley Beal returned to the lineup, and he re-injured his hamstring, only played, did Beal 13 minutes. And on top of that, late in the game, Daniel Gafford had to go off with an elbow injury and immediately went to the locker room. Caps lose in overtime to Tage Thompson and the high-flying Buffalo Sabres, but still get a point. Alex Ovechkin, two goals, and that's what's trending. Guys, so good. You don't ever want to interrupt it. One of the greatest of all time, Minnesota's own, the fabulous Prince. Wonder what Prince would think of his Vikings being twelve and four and minus thirteen in terms of point differential at this time of the year. It's kind of goofy. I mean, when they're bad, they're bad. Okay, when when they are bad, they are really bad. Like you look at the Dallas loss, you look at the loss to Green Bay. So when they throw in a clunker. They throw in a clunker. There's no doubt about that. But they're also very capable with the weapons that they have uh, as well heading into the postseason. A team that's not heading into the postseason, that has some weapons, 
is your Washington Commanders. And I thought it was you know, Jimmy Silver Spring, even though he's not a Commanders fan, brought up a debatable point about overvaluing players in the franchise. I don't think we overvalue McLaurin, Dotson, Samuel, Brian Robinson. But the one area that appears to be overvalued is the enthusiasm of Taylor Heineke at quarterback. When you talk to any evaluator, they all talk about, you know, look, they love his moxie. He's a gamer. There's no doubt he's a gamer. If you could put his moxie and intangibles in Carson Wentz's body, you'd have a really good quarterback. You'd have a really good quarterback at that point. But that's the problem right now for this Washington franchise. They're limping into this last game against Dallas, who has everything to play for. And Heineke's going to get the start uh, over Sam Howell. But Sam Howell, according to Jeremy Fowler of ESPN, may get some snaps going forward in this game. To answer your question that you posed before the break, does Taylor Heineke give them the best chance to win? Is he their best option? I think the answer to that question is yes, because he's played NFL games. Mm-hmm. It's it. You have no idea for sure what Sam Howell is going to do because right. Sam Howell's never played in a regular season game. So from that standpoint alone, I think the answer has to be yes on Heineke to your question. Yeah. My my point. I think the point of many others is though the game means absolutely nothing for you. What better time to experiment? and take a chance, and hey, if he does it against a Dallas team that's all in, this isn't going to be like an exhibition game. Dallas is playing for a lot. That's so the problem with all of this. You're playing against their best. If Sam Howe goes out and right. balls out against their best, then that really gives you an indication that you might have something there. Taylor Heineke is their best option, period. We all understand. The whole Carson Wentz experience was a disaster. We found out again yes, uh, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Taylor Heineke is better than Sam Howell, Ron Rivera is doing the exact wrong thing. He is playing to just try and hurt the Dallas Cowboys and to try and win a meaningless game that can only hurt you and means absolutely nothing. That's the bottom line right here. Whether you agree with that or disagree with that, that's the bottom line. He's playing the best guy he has at the position to start. However long that lasts is however long it lasts. He is playing to win this game. He is playing like it matters. He is trying to win. Do I guarantee he's he... going to go on fourth and one and operate like old riverboat Ron style, which is reckless at best. He is playing Do you his think best he is... player at the position. Right. Do you think he is foolishly coaching like he's coaching for his job? I think he's foolishly coaching – and operating the franchise, I don't know if he's trying to protect his job. But his I, would, argument, I, would, right. I would also say what you don't want is 45,000 Cowboy fans screaming oh, and going 100%. berserk on, t- on TV as they just roll over your 37 nothing. His retort to you for, is based on what you're what you're talking about. His retort to you would be, we traded down to 16, and we got Jahan Dotson. Yeah. So we're going to get a good football player no matter what. That is, there is truth that you can get a good football player at 16, 18, 20, 22, what have you. There is absolute truth to that. We, we all don't know. We've seen top five picks, top one picks, uh, all be busts. We all know this. As I told you last year when we had this argument, and I think we had a, a pretty 
bad, good, because bad, I think you see it a little bit more from Ron's side. And I understand the competitive, all that stuff. Here's the problem. You are in an infinitely better spot if you are in the 10th spot in the draft as opposed to the 15th or the 20th or the 18th or what have you, not only for the potential of who you can pick and who you do pick and the type of talent that you might get, again, all mites, maybes, what have you, but also to trade up or to trade down. Again, you well, have yeah, I mean, the much... higher you are, yeah, the higher you are, the 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 better the other team you're trying to do a deal with looks at the value of your pick. That's what it's all but, about. But again, this is what coaches don't understand. And Jay the other day said, "Oh, you know, you got to play to win. We only know one way. You get no, no, no. Stop only knowing one way. Start knowing the Cleveland right way." Cleveland played that way. Cleveland played that I, way this week. Cleveland's wrong. Okay, I'm just saying. And they stepped in poop, and it came out smelling like roses. Dallas had both corners they wanted come off the board. They traded down with a division rival so they could catch their breath and reevaluate because they they knew they were picking either Horn or Sertan. I know. And both guys were gone. Listen, oh, oh, and they ended up with Micah Parsons. Pedro, sometimes it works out. Sometimes, again, you step in poop, and it comes out smelling like roses. Often, it usually smells like... Mm, Criminal stepped in poop several years ago yeah. in a murder case, and it was that feces that led to the uh, capture and arrest of those people. So, yes, to your point, yes, you do step in poop, and it comes up roses every now and then. But sometimes you can't get it out of your shoes. That makes you mad. Yeah. Pisses you off. Sometimes. All right, we'll take a break. Touchdown at 10 is next right here on the Team 980, streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.